All right, welcome back to the Kadash podcast. This is your host, Joshua. And um, we got our computer back, which is awesome. Finally, you know, it took, I don't know how many episodes I've done without it and been doing it on my phone. But um, we are back, we are live, we are moving on with this. And um, I, I have a lot of notes that I've been accumulating over the course of the past, um, you know, month or so. Just kind of writing things down that I feel like the Holy Spirit has been speaking to me um, to kind of get on and touch on. Um, so this time we're going to be talking about the milk and meat um, distinction that um, Paul displays in um, the um, the epistles. So we're going to run through that and kind of um, you know relate it to a lot more than you know, how it is that he puts it and kind of take it into a a little bit of a bigger picture and um, um, go from there, see if we can learn something out of it and take something um, and apply it within our week. And um, I hope that we can. And uh, hopefully we can all grow together because, I mean, that's the whole point of this. Um, not only is it just for me just to speak, um, I feel like it's just for us to grow, you know, as a community and as uh, followers, believers of Christ um, that want to really um, commit our ways to the Lord, you know, like it, the book says, like it says in Proverbs, you know, we want to commit our ways and um, not just uh, be worldly, which is what this is going to be talking about. But we're going to jump into some prayer and then uh, we'll go ahead and, and run through these couple of verses that I got. Should be a quick one today. So awesome, God, I just thank you for this time that I have with these listeners. Lord, I thank you for your word that is the true living, breathing uh, word of God, Lord. Um, I know that your word says that we, we shall not live on bread alone, but every word that, word that comes out of the mouth of God, Lord. I pray that we uh, learn to live on your word as we consume it as true food today, Lord. I pray that it changes us and heals us on the inside from our former selves and our former life and our former ways um, from being slaves to sin to being slaves to God. I pray that we uh, continue to pursue righteousness and uh, we walk blameless and holy um, because of what your son did as we walk and we have a recognition, recognition and a revelation of Jesus Christ and how his blood transforms us and makes us new. Um, and I thank you for that. I thank you for your son. Um, and I thank you for all that you've done for us and all that you're doing through this podcast to these listeners. Lord, I pray that um, they continue to grow in their relationship with you and understand um, that in this relationship, it is it is love for you and love they receive from you and um, to walk all this out that we have and hopefully lead others into relationship with you, Lord. I say these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, so we're going to be talking today on uh, 1 Corinthians 3, um, the first paragraph, then we're going to be moving on to Hebrews. So um, let's go ahead and read this and see what it is that we can pull from this and kind of make it more understandable. So it's written to the church and its leaders, it says, um, Chapter 3 of 1 Corinthians, it says, Brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly, mere infants in Christ. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. You are still worldly, for since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere humans? For when one says, I follow Paul, and another I follow Apollos. Are you not mere human beings? What, after all, is Apollos? And what is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe. 
as the Lord has assigned to each his task. I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, for they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. For we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. Okay, let's stop there. That was uh, 1 Corinthians 3, 1 through 9. So the, 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 what's going on in this verse is he's talking about, I gave you milk, not solid food. So with them being still worldly, it's hard for them to understand and grasp the full um, concept, right, of, of, of this redemption of what it is that, in my opinion, what it is that, that Christ paid for, right? Like he didn't pay for us just to get to heaven, okay? He prayed, he, he, uh, he died for us to, um, to receive him completely, right? Receive his spirit, walk in his spirit, um, be righteous and be holy, right? Um, that's what the bulk of First uh, Corinthians is about, right? You know, um, is to have this wisdom and this knowledge in just the word of God, right? And the word of God and who it is that we, it says that we are, who it is that we can be, who we are in Christ, right? He didn't, you know, I know, I know there's this one guy that he always says this. He says, I, um, he says, if God, God didn't die, if God died for you, for you just to make it to heaven, then uh, death is your savior and not him, right? So he saves us from our sin, right? So we should be able to be walking, um, blameless, holy, righteous. And that's what he, that's what he paid for, right? He put, he paid to put, um, heaven inside of us, right? Uh, his, his spirit inside of us, but for for us to have our his spirit inside of us, there's a lot of things that need to be emptied out first. Um, you know, I know that uh, you know the word compares the Holy Spirit to a fire, and I feel like it's really about just burning up. You know what what we have within us, right? And instilling um, the spirit of God, right? The spirit of Christ, uh, the Holy Spirit, and um, a lot of that has to do with an emptying out of who it is that we once were um, and, and an infilling of who it is that Christ says that we are, right? Who it is that the Word of God says that we are. So it, it's, a, it's a walk, right? It's a walk of sanctification that we, that we get on, this road that we follow on. As we walk it, we recognize and, and that He is at our right hand and He is walking us through it. But there is, um, you know, disciplines that we have to have um, and they should come in love, right? I mean, he, our love offering to him is giving him our, our lives um, for all that he has done for us. So um, whenever he's comparing worldliness, right, he's talking about jealousy and arguing. And these things are things of, um, of the flesh, right? Jealousy is, is, is of the flesh. That's not something that we walk in um, as firm believers in Christ. Um, or arguing because um, you know that's not a part of love, right? Um, we all know what love is. You can go and read it in First Corinthians thirteen four through eight, so you can understand what love is. And these things are not love. Um, it's it, in there. It says it's not envious, right? Um, does not boast. All these things, right? So that's how Paul is 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 relating to this church and its leaders that there is still some type of worldliness within them that needs to be. Um, refined before they can really receive um the the 
the solid food, right, that he's talking about in here. Um, Because he goes on to say that they're arguing also about who they follow, which it, it makes no sense, right? We are followers of Christ. Um, we are not followers of mere man. These are just the men that brought us to Christ, is what he's saying, that we just brought you to Christ no matter what, you know, Apollos or his, um, or his, like, um, interaction within the this body of Christ, there's still only one, only one, right? It says only, in, in verse 7, it says, but only God who makes things grow. So it's through through him that that the revelation of the Holy Spirit comes and and reveals and you know Paulus and Paul are both just like um, God's um, you know craft craftsmanship to go out and proclaim the gospel and uh, lead these ultimately lead these people to Christ and without them having an understanding of that Paul's saying that they're still worldly because they should have an understanding of this that the kingdom what the kingdom of heaven is who God is and you know. Jesus and all this stuff and whatnot that should lead them into this um, all knowledge and um, versus arguing about these little things that really ultimately don't matter is what he's explaining in here because you know as he says it's only God who makes things grow and then he uh, he says we are co-workers in God's service you are God's field and God's building so they're all just co-laborers for the service of God. So um, this is something that we need to kind of understand that we want to be refined. We want to be made new and we have to really let go a lot of these, um, you know, feel the can. One thing that helped me is I asked the Lord, you know, convict me, Lord, um, if there's anything in my life that's keeping me from you. And slowly, you know, as I did things, as my life went on, I started to recognize, okay, God, and, you know, he cut secular music out of my um you know, this is just one example. He cut secular music out of my, out of what it is that I was listening to. Um, and basically he spoke this into me. He said, um, anything does not, that does not worship me worships the enemy. And uh, that hit really hard. It's like, you know, the power of the Holy Spirit hit within those few words. And I was like, oh my goodness, like, like that's so true. Um, you know, our voices were made to lift him up and him up alone. But as we receive these convictions, obey them, listen to them. And I'm telling you, there's so much joy on the other side he fills you with that is um, it's just uncomparable. So now we're going to go ahead and go into the next verse, which will be in Hebrews. I'm going to have to find this one because we're, we're, we're basically we're staying on spiritual milk and, and solid food or meat. Um, one thing that I had want to talk about that I felt like led me to talk about this is Let's think about it, right? Did did they did they have meat grinders back then? Like not only that, like like think about like meat and how tough it is. Sometimes it's hard to swallow, right? Milk is easy to swallow. Yes, it's nutritious. You know, I, I remember the, the funny thing about this too is this past Wednesday, um, I serve also in kids ministry um, within my church, and and it was actually on this same thing, which I had had this in my notes for I don't know how long, like a month or so, and uh. This one goes, this one kid says, well, milk is good for you, healthy too. And I was, I was laughing. I was like, man, it is, it, it is. Well, I mean, you know, of course the lactose intolerance, but if we think about, you know, what the world portrays, you know, milk as, um, you know, it's, it's, it's so true that there is some benefit to it as well. And, um, but meat, right? It's tough. It's hard. It's hard to lay down these things that are within us. It's hard to. Um, crucify our flesh. It's hard to, you know, resist the worldly stuff because there are a lot of Christians within the church that 
um, claim as Christians, but are still completely worldly, right? Still, you know, do all these things that really there should be no, no, it's not, it's not, there should be no joy in it. You know what I'm saying? Like there should be no joy in that type of stuff. And um, the, the joy, you know, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And, and I'm not saying that to be completely um, radical, but when you really sit and think about it and think about the things that the world does and the thing that things that it's really it's like counter counter god it's like it ha really has it really brings no glory to god in it that's one thing too is like just think about what man does this bring glory to god does this bring glory to god and it's hard to it's hard to discern if you haven't moved on from this spiritual milk to the solid food right or meat right um this is something that we eventually have to move on where we have to you know it's tough it's hard to swallow sometimes but um, it's ultimately it's the thing that makes us really super healthy, right? Um, is kind of refining and burning out these branches or, or these, you know, that that need to be cut off and thrown into the fire, um, so that we may be producers of fruit, right? We want to be fruit producers, and to do that, sometimes, um, you know, the the branches and the limbs that are no longer um, alive or producing, they need to be cut off and thrown out, and um, that that's a whole a part of this is having an, under, an understanding that um the difficult things the, the disciplines and laying all this stuff down is something that we have to do to um fully walk in our inheritance and i'm telling you there's so much joy on the other side in doing it and laying down you know all of the tv shows and netflix series and secular music and you know um one thing the lord had me lay down too which i i feel you know like some people are gonna think it's extreme is football and um but he did and you know i used to watch um Sundays, I used to watch church all day long before football season. I would just be in in service services. Of course, after my church service, um, this was before I started serving on Sundays as well. I would have a service that I would watch at 10 when I got out. And then uh, at 1, uh, 3, 5, and 7. Um, and then when football came up, um, I was like, oh, my goodness, how am I going to fit? You know, wh where am I going to, wh what, what church services I'm going to watch? And immediately he spoke in that moment. You're gonna um, schedule me around football. I was like, oh my goodness, it hit hard. And that was during the preseason. And really, I hadn't watched a game since. I kind of watched highlights here and there on Monday when they come out. But um, yeah, I kind of gave it up altogether. And I think I'm I'm kind of going towards that way of not even um, looking at the highlights. And that's just it's not something that I I miss. You know what I'm saying? It's not something that I miss. I feel like once I recognized. Um, its value, it just really, it really honestly had no value aside from me just being able to relate to, you know, people at work or whatever. There's really, there's really no val value in it um, in my life. And, and, and ultimately it didn't, it doesn't bring joy, right? It only brings joy if you win, which is uh, sad, but um, that's the case with it. So um, let's go into um, this verse that I wanted to talk about. It's Hebrews 5. 13 um the, the the paragraph the title of this um passage is warning against falling away so warning against falling away of christ right okay it's a warning so it's something that we need to and when something says warning on it don't we pay attention to it right oh what's what's going on i need to read this right i need to make sure that i understand this because um this is a warning okay so um should we stop start at the top yeah, let's start at the top, actually. Let's start at uh, Hebrews 5.11. So it says, We have much to say about this. 
but it is hard to make it clear to you because you no longer try to understand. In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. So this is good, right? So this is this is talking about the word of God, right? And it and it talks about the training that comes with it. As we read these things, as we learn, it's like um it's like the training for a job, right? You eventually at the beginning, you're um, you know, or even at school, right? You're a freshman. Let's say I'm I'm going to um, barber school part time right now. You're a freshman at the beginning. You have to go through this course and this class of a hundred hours to learn everything. And um, as you train up, right, then eventually other other this is a good one. Eventually other people come in, right? And they do that freshman class and you've learned so much more. So when they're there alongside you, you can train them and help them and guide them as well. This works exactly with the word of God, right? Okay. And, and and even in verse 11, it says, you no longer try to understand. There are people who have become or don't become um, where you no longer want to understand, where you no longer care anymore, where it's not uh, something that's valued in your life. It needs to, this needs to be valued. Um, you know, the word says that the beginning uh, of knowledge is the fear of the Lord, right? And, and we need to have an understanding, you know, and have a holy fear of the Lord, Um so that we may be able to um, be all that he has called us to be, be, be who we are, right? I mean, it's like, it's like honor and respect for him, right? Think of him as your father. Um, you, you, you kind of fear your father, you know, as a child, right? We are children of God um, just because he, he's the one that makes the rules. But not only that, does he make the rules, but he wants what's best for us, right? And um, I think having a holy fear of the Lord is, is, um, is healthy for us um, because ultimately, right, um, the 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 judgment that we deserve is is hell right or sheol is is as how is uh, is how um, psalm says it right sheol hell we don't we don't want to receive that ultimate judgment we want to receive the free gift of god which is eternal life in heaven um through christ jesus right so um that's why it says you ought to be teachers um you know once you you know, read God's word and you go through it, you're able to share it because um, it's it's important to you, right? It becomes important to you. It becomes revelation to you. And it's it's really, um, it's like this, wow, man, you know, you're reading it and you're like, wow, this is good. Um, but let's keep going. Then it says you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again, which is something that we should know, right? You need milk, not solid foods. This is saying that these, these people need, he's not saying you need milk, not solid food. He's talking, he's like, it's almost like, I would say like it's a condemnation. You need milk, not solid food, which means that they're they're still living on milk and they're not living on solid food. It's, then, it, then it even goes on to say, okay, so this is what you have. Then anyone who lives on this milk is still an infant. It's not, it's not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness, right? That's, that's who we are, Clo clothed in Christ Jesus and his blood not only died for our entrance into heaven, but it died. He died so we might be made righteous, right? We want to be righteous. That's how we want to walk. We want to be within right standing of God, which is uh, obedience to His law. And not only that, um, you know, helping other people get into relationship with Him. It says, "Solid food is for the mature, who by constant use 
have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. And and that's all in the Bible. We we know, you know, within the book of Proverbs, it tells us a lot and throughout the whole Bible of what is good, what is evil, what is wisdom, what is knowledge, what is folly, what is foolishness, right? We should know these things by now and have an understanding. Um, or he's talking to this uh, to these people, this people group, and in an understanding that, hey man, like like this is who we should be. This is who we are called to be. Um, you know, constant, we need to be constant, constantly living by the word of God in the word of God, letting it breathe on us through the Holy Spirit so that we can uh, have a discerning heart and uh, the words that come out of our mouth and our actions display the love of Christ. So, yeah, I want to kind of just touch on that real quick. Uh, hopefully this one wasn't too long. It's looking like it's going to be a little long, but, um, you know, we can't really put uh, bounds and time limits on the Holy Spirit because um, that wouldn't be right, right? Uh, he can't fully get out what it is that 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 he wants to work through us um, if he we put him on a time limit, right? Which is not right. So um, we're gonna end the segment here, and then we'll jump into some prayer, and that'll be it for this episode. All right, awesome God, I just I thank you for this time that I had with these listeners. Lord, I pray that you uh, brought about a revelation of. Um, just us desiring to live on this uh, solid food that you talk about, Lord. And I pray that um, as we dive into God's word, may it be building us up and uh, making us strong um, to go out and, and walk out and work out our salvation, Lord, and lead others into Christ, Lord, and, and be teachers of the word and be spreaders of the gospel. And not just with our words, Lord, but with our actions and our thoughts, Lord. May we continue to desire and hunger and thirst for righteousness, Lord. And as we do this, may you meet us there and, um, you know, provide us with all of the fruits of the Spirit, Lord. May they be um, a production that comes out of us as we are consumers of your word. Um, Lord, I just pray for uh, this group of people that are listening that as you just lead and guide them, Lord, that they desire more and they hunger for more. And as they are led into more, Lord, they are blessed and uh, made whole. Um, Lord, Holy Spirit, come and refine them, Lord, and just burn out, Lord, what doesn't belong. Cut off what doesn't belong and start to um, grow within them um, the branches and the areas in their life that are producing fruit, Lord. I pray just a fresh revelation of Jesus and of his work on the cross for them. I uh, pray for a revelation of the, the love of Jesus for this person. And I pray that they just see him with fresh eyes, Lord, and just a veil, the veil that the enemy has put over them, over their hearts and over their minds. I just pray that it's ripped away, Lord, so that they may see you rightly, Lord, for who it is that you are and not who it is that the enemy wants them to see him as. I say things in the mighty name, the beautiful name, the wonderful name, the everlasting name of Jesus. Amen.